This is Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Number Four The Law of Polarity. You know that there is really one great universal law, and there are seven sub laws off of that one great law. And the whole universe works in this form and fashion according to these laws. They are as certain as the law of gravity. But because we are conscious thinking human beings, a lot of the time we don't operate according to these laws because we think we can operate outside of them. Hello, everyone. My name is Thomas Miller. Thank you for joining the podcast. And the website is subconsciousmindmastery.com. It's a place where we talk about how you can program your subconscious mind in such a way through thoughts and energy and visualization of beliefs and so impress that on the subconscious mind that it will then connect with that great energy of the universe to bring about its fulfillment. Because that is the great law of the universe, that energy is. If you adopt it from a scientific standpoint, you say that energy is. If you adopt it from a theology standpoint, you say that God is. But the commonality is that there is a great spirit, there is a great connectivity or interconnectivity throughout the entire universe. I'm impressed by Wallace Waddles, wrote The Science of Getting Rich back in the early 1900s, almost 100 years ago. And in the book, he says that there is a formless substance that fills every void and every space in the universe. It's the same concept, however you visualize it or grasp it in your mind. But that is the realm that our subconscious mind operates in. Now, from that one great law that energy is, there are seven sub-laws, and these laws are as predictable as the law of gravity. We've never had to have the law of gravity explained to us because we knew that it was there from the very beginning. As soon as we dropped our pacifier, it went to the floor, and it goes to the floor every time. If you look at the laws of agriculture, those laws are equally predictable. A seed goes into the ground, it dies, it germinates, it becomes a plant, and it grows. That pattern is as predictable, and you can count on it day in and day out on any continent of the world, any season of the year. There is a time to plant, there is a time to harvest. Our subconscious mind operates within the parameters of these seven laws, governed by the great law that energy is. However, our conscious mind does not. And that's where the problem is. Because we are thinking human beings with cognitive thinking ability, we often think that we can operate outside of the laws. And we don't think that we have to know the laws in order to create what we want because we feel that our conscious mind, our will, and our volition can take us where we think we want to go. So let's look at these seven laws. Particularly, we'll focus on one of them and look at how it affects several areas of our life. These are in no particular order. One law is not greater than the other. One doesn't build on the other. They all stand individually, but I'm going to list them in such a way that the one that we want to focus on is mentioned last. The first that we'll consider is the law of perpetual transmutation. This law basically says that something is always moving into form. A lot of times we forget that. The reason I say this is because if we have a negative thought or if we have a thought that doesn't take us in the direction that we want to go, like I can't pay my bills this month, something is always moving into form. And if you think that and you create that, that is what is going to move into form. 
when you really grasp the law of perpetual transmutation, it will change the way that you think because you'll realize that something is always happening out there in front of you. And your thought is going to direct what happens in the path, in the events of your future. And so it will completely shift the way that you think. Another law is the law of relativity. This law says that there's nothing big or small, close or far, that basically everything just is. It's only a matter of perspective as to whether it's big or small, good or bad, close or far, hot or cold. It's all relative. My take on a situation might be completely different than your take on the situation. Neither is right or wrong. They both just are. Now, let's talk about the law that is the basis of the law of attraction. It's the law of vibration. Like kind magnetizes like kind. I'm sure you're familiar with the work of Esther Hicks and her channeled being Abraham. Esther, outside of the movie The Secret, I think has done more to popularize and teach on the law of vibration that like kind magnetizes like kind. When you're in a negative vibration, you will attract negativity to you. It's magnetic, and that is the law of attraction. When you finally shift into that internal subconscious vibration, that internal energy wave that aligns your subconscious with your conscious, that's when you begin to attract things into your life. The problem is that most of the time we are in some way in conflict with those two realms. But that's what this website is about. So stay with us. We have a lot of material that we can cover over the years ahead. The next law is the law of rhythm. Everything moves to and fro. You have a high tide. You have a low tide. You have seasons changing throughout the year. Up and down, in and out, backward and forward. Everything is always moving to and fro. The law of rhythm. Not everything in your life is always going to be going great guns. And conversely, when you're going through one of those slumps and things just seem to be going wrong, that's not going to last forever either. There will be a season, there will be a tide, there will be a change. Just stay in the law of rhythm and realize that nothing lasts forever. The next law is the law of cause and effect. Emerson called this the law of laws. The Bible calls it the golden rule. Basically, what you put out, you get back. No law is greater than the other, but this law certainly affects so many areas of our life. It's often said that if you put a negative out, you'll get a negative right back. But if you put a positive out, you have to incubate it, and it will take a little bit of time, but eventually you'll get a positive back. Certainly, you know the implications of this in relationships, in marriage, in dating if you're single, in inter-office harmony at work. What you put out, you will get back. So a positive seed expect to get a positive seed back. So a negative seed, you've just made a withdrawal from that bank account. The next law is the law of gender. Basically, like the seed that is planted in the ground, there is a gestation period. There is a growing time between our idea and its manifestation. Sometimes that's a long period of time. Sometimes that's quite quickly. Our role is to trust the universe, trust that great energy, trust the Spirit of God, that that time will happen in just the right season, according to the fulfillment of our desires. It's not ours to consider how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen, but just to hold that it will happen. 
The seventh and final law, and the one that we are going to spend some time on, is the law of polarity. The law of polarity says that everything has an equal opposite. For up, there's down. For black, there's white. The law also states that these opposites are of equal force. So if you say something bad has happened to me, the law of polarity will shift it to think there's something good out there as well in equal and opposite force. So if you think something has really bad happened to you, then you should be on the lookout for something really good to happen to you. So how can we put this to work in our daily lives? Well, let's say that you get an idea. You think it's a great idea, and you run it by your friends or your boss, and they don't think it's such a good idea. <laughs> in fact, there's resistance to your great idea. And if you don't get it by going to your friends or your boss, take it to your banker. Try to convince him. There you'll get some resistance, and you'll find out that really the rest of the world doesn't think that you've come across such a great idea. I don't think there's been anything that anybody could point to in history where somebody came up with an idea and the world rolled out a red carpet at their feet. Even Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Donald Trump or some of these incredible pioneers of the various things that we know are greatness of our generation. They all had obstacles and they all had things that they had to overcome in building their various empires. And so it's no different for you and me in our lives. If you come up with a great idea, expect through the law of polarity that there's going to be resistance. Just be ready for it and don't be surprised, upset or offended when it shows up. Now, let's take the game up a step. If you make a commitment so now your idea is on the line. You've said, I will commit to this. The resistance is even going to be greater. The universe will test your resolve. The bigger the commitment, you can expect the bigger the challenge. Think about this in the world of sales. You target a client, a great piece of business that you'd like to go after, and they won't even return your calls. I chased a television client for almost two years back when I was in television production, but it ended up being the defining moment of my career, and it became my largest piece of business for over 12 years. That's a long time in the television world. So the more they resist, the more you should expect, demand, call into existence a more and greater and bigger return. The same is true for relationships, health, or anything else that you can think of to take on. Any idea or commitment, according to the law of polarity, will be met with a challenge, with resistance. The key, then, in how you operate within this law is that you persist. You've developed a vision in your mind. You've written it down. You've spoken it out to other people. You continue taking action in that direction. Use the steps that we've already talked about in podcasts and in the blog articles. Visualize it in your mind. Write it down in your journal. Speak it out to other people who will hold you accountable and who will support you in this vision. Take the steps necessary to keep moving in that direction. Check with your subconscious to make sure that it's in harmony with your conscious mind and that there's not some kind of disagreement there that's keeping the action from unfolding. If there is, take the steps necessary to reprogram your subconscious mind by impressing your belief with emotion and visualization vivid images that you can impress on your mind so that your subconscious and your conscious mind become aligned. That's the gestation period. Remember, these laws operate in harmony, and sometimes it just takes time to get both sides of your brain headed in the right direction. But the point is, don't 
give in to the resistance. Realize the law of polarity says the resistance will come. It's part of the universal way. What happens is that we often meet that resistance and we give up. We don't stay true and we don't stay focused. So let your intuition keep guiding you. Listen to your subconscious. Be persistent. Don't give up. Never, ever quit. There is an equal and opposite benefit for you over on the other side. Life always cycles. Expect it and don't resist it during those shadowy times. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.